Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gymnasium Live for the first time, and I don't remember how fucking long. It's me, XFL Jim, joined by my co-host, my illustrious co-host, Chase, the Wolf of Oaklawn, Lupine Fiasco Sessoms. What's up, baby? Great weekend of football. That's what's oh, up. Fucking great weekend of football. It was... Man, week two of college football, in particular, was... Extremely entertaining, to say the Ex- least. Extremely, extremely. Um, yours a little bit heartbreaking, but then with like a little I bit of good news, celebrate. We celebrate now. That's right. S- Scott Frost is gone. He's That's done. Right. Mickey Joseph will lead us now to hopefully a six and six season. That would be tremendous. And uh, we'll see who we get as a head coach. I'll tell you what. Uh, anytime that you can, eight million dollars well spent is all I got to say. Eight million dollars uh, well spent to get rid of him right then. It's an extra eight on top of it. So the total. Oh no, is I like, know. Th- yeah, the total's fifteen. It's. Uh, it's okay. I think it's worth it. Quite honestly, I think it's dumb. But uh, from the grapevine I've heard, it seems like uh, Scott Frost was still very much uh, loved by a lot of the boosters, and he was very friendly with a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, just like personably. So they wanted to do something nice for him and on his way out and give him a little little parachute, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with the golden parachute, especially when you're sucking that bad. I, I like to think that Scott Frost went to the, the hustler's school for how to hustle and tanked the start of the season so that he could get more money. So he it's knew just he, like he knew especially after like the Northwestern game, he probably knew he was fired. And then he's just like, Oh, I'm just gonna tank now i'm gonna lose uh, i'm gonna get really close to losing an fcs game and then i'm gonna lose straight up to georgia southern they'll just get rid of me before the buyout has to has to drop so just like a long con the sting kind of thing yeah it was it was just the long con happened we didn't give up the most yards in nebraska history though so there's there's a plus there oklahoma in like 55 still owns that record i heard the stat that you guys were something like 300 and oh it was when you were it was leading like 200 it was 241 and zero at home while while at least scoring, scoring 35, 35 points. yeah Eesh. now we're 241 and one I, I'll be honest, uh, I kind of figured that you guys were going to miss the kick uh, and not, you know, even make Georgia Southern have to score a touchdown uh, late. That's kind of how I thought it was going to go down. It only goes down in the most painful way possible. Yeah. That's that's well, how Nebraska games go. So Scott Frost finishes his career at Nebraska 5-23 and 23 in one-score games <sighs> after losing uh, <sighs> 10 in a row. Jesus Christ. You think that's like a valiant stat, but when you're in a bunch of one-score games, that means not only are you competitive with teams who are way better than you, you're letting teams who you're supposed to blow out by two or three scores hang Stay around very every close. time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You son of a bitch, you're dead to us. Now I get to opine on which coaches I'm looking forward to, and I have I have a top five, I think. That's a fun version of Jim to be doing a show with. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm looking forward to these because I think it's going to be very mercurial. Uh, okay. The, this list of top five coaches. Let's. Li- I'm going to list them out right here. Um, it'd be very funny if Urban Meyer came. He's not in the top five, but it would be. It would be objectively funny. Sure. Yes, it would. Matt Campbell would love okay. it. Okay. Okay. These are realistic. I'm sorry. Like these are. Okay. I want Matt Campbell. Okay. Chris Kleiman for Kansas State on the okay. list. Uh, Lance Leipold for Kansas on the list. Okay. 
Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina on the list. That's a good one. I would love Jamie Chadwell. Yeah. And I don't know. I heard some people throwing around like Mark Stoops, but I don't think he would leave. I'm not sure he would leave the SEC. Like the only time he would leave a job like you're leaving a job like Kentucky that you built up to this stable program where you're the winningest coach in the school's have, history now. You know, well, you you'd be jumping from a bottom tier SEC team to like a mid tier Big Twelve team, or, or sorry, Big Ten That's, team. I I'd call Kentucky mid tier. Eh. But you're like jumping from this stable situation into like another 10. rebuild. Um, yeah, probably. So like, why Completely. would you leave a situation that you just spent getting stable to just start another rebuild? That's and a good like, question. If it wasn't the SEC, that'd be one thing. But you're making just as much money, like TV wise, as a conference as the Big Ten. Like yeah. the reason I would say like Matt Campbell, Kleiman, or Leopold would it's jump because is because they're coming out of the Big Twelve. Yeah, exactly. And the Big Ten and SEC make so much more money. True. True, and it's about to be a Texas and Tex and uh, Oklahoma list Big Twelve. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so I, my my I like Leopold just because I liked what he did at Buffalo a lot, and then uh, Wisconsin Whitewater. And it's dumb, and I don't feel like bringing it up, but he does have some connection to the program. He was like a grad assistant back in the day. Okay. Okay. So, whatever. I like your list. I will say it. I like your list. Thank you. That's Notably missing Bear Bryant. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I mean, uh, it'd be funny. Like, how much money would it take to like back up to Nick Saban and just like say fuck it? <laughs> All the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll call up Buffett. We'll call up Warren Buffett. That's a good point. He is a fan of the program. Well, I say okay. So I my theory. I have a theory. It's not okay. so like Scott Frost was not the issue at Nebraska. Nebraska is the issue at Nebraska. We had, like, a gypsy curse put on us as a program when we got rid of Frank Solich. Okay. So my my take is, instead of Mickey Joseph being the interim head coach, bring back Solich as an interim. And let him break the And let him curse. finish out the season, take us to a bowl game, and finish out his career with a win. And then the curse is broken in your national and then we kill him. And then we kill him on the field. We have to sacrifice him. Okay. Well, blood I mean, sacrifice is that's, given. That's generally how curses are ended. Yes. So, I mean, if you're squeamish, I mean, I'm sorry, but th that's how it works. And then once uh, once Tommy O, once Tom Osborne dies, uh, we kind of treat him like Vladimir Lenin and mummify his corpse and put and him clear clear glass cast clear glass ca like yeah. case, and you put him below Memorial Stadium, but you dig like a room so people could still come and see him. That the issue you run into there is will your rivals then steal the mummified corpse of Tom Osborne before rivalry games? Oh, armed guards 24-7. 24-7, okay. 24-7 armed guards. Makes sense. I mean, those can be – you can get around those. I'm just we saying. Will ha we'll have a little red patrolling the the field. And they the just area. hit you with a big foam piece of corn. You thief, yeah, he'll he'll tear you dude, grave Red, snatching bastards. Lil Red and Purdue Pete probably get together and do some weird fucking shit. Weird stuff with that corn cob. You want to talk the rest of week two because this, this slate was so fucking awesome. I'm gonna Let's go game by game, some fun games. Um, I just wanted to mention Wake Forest 45, Vanderbilt 25. Uh, Sam Hartman back from his blood clot stuff. He looked fantastic. Yeah, 300 yards and four touchdowns. Mwah. Yeah, big cover for me with Wake Forest. Big cover for me too. Big over for me. That was a that was a really good game. I love. I'm just a big Sam Hartman now, guy. I'm in the position of I need just one more win for Vanderbilt to hit their over two and a half for the season, and I don't know where I'm going to get it from. Oh, 
I don't know where you... You know what? Let's take a look. While we're already here, I can look at Vanderbilt's schedule. We can see... We'll play Find the Win. Find the Win for the Vanderbilt Commodores. So they have Hawaii already done and Elon already done. Your best bet's probably next week against Northern Illinois. That's probably it. I need them to beat... You need them to beat the Huskies. It's at NIU. Bruce and the Huskies. IU. Oh, man. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough, but that's the game, probably. I would say, other than that, it's Missouri. But you play Missouri as a back-to-back road game after playing Georgia. Yeah, you're going to feel playing Georgia for a couple weeks. So that's rough. Or it's going to be South Carolina off the bye week. Okay, so they're more than one chance. But they have, there's they only have, one realistic chance. They have three chances. But I say I, I would say like Missouri and South at least South Carolina. I saw Missouri firsthand yet like last this Saturday. They were disgusting. They're terrible. Um, I think South Carolina is actually a fairly all right team. I this is this next week is their best shot for Vanderbilt. Okay, let's go. You better be rooting for them. Miami four to thirty, Southern Miss seven. Uh, just I always want to shout out Southern Miss just for running the Wildcat with Frank Gore's kid. Yeah, another, I, I got on the right side of USM plus 26, and then I even caught him plus 24 for plus money. So, yeah, that was a, a You big were sweating that game. plus 24. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Arkansas 44, South Carolina 30. Handle business. I, your running back is good. Rocket, yeah. Rocket's yeah. good. KJ's good. Uh, I also really liked the review of KJ holding out the ball. Was it a fumble, you know, fumble out of the end zone or not? And we got to put the manicure and the clear coat on full display for the country. It looks pretty. It was really good looking. Who's the, who's the crazy one now, people? That's (laughs) all I got to say. It all came down to it. You fucking slobs. Arkansas marches on. Woo pig suey. Yep. UTSA 41 army 38 meet meet motherfuckers. UTSA still really good. Yeah, and did it in overtime too. Uh, they could have won it in regulation. Uh, they don't. I don't think they want to. That's two overtimes in a row for UTSA. I think that yep. might just be who they are. Yeah, it's just where the meeping starts meeping the most. Alabama twenty, Texas nineteen. Shocker. Big shocker. Quinn Ewers goes down early in the first quarter. Another shoulder injury. Out for like four weeks. Alabama just loves injuring Texas quarterbacks. As a Texas fan, you're almost more upset. That with this outcome because you probably should have won. Yeah, but hey, fuck them. Yeah, I can't feel too bad. Like that safety call, that safety no call was pretty egregious. But you know, fuck Texas. So yep, yep. Duke thirty one, Northwestern twenty three. Um, is Duke would, like decent or? <sighs> I, as someone who felt like they um picked Duke for a fair amount of games this year. Uh, I'll say maybe they're decent. <clears throat> they might be decent. Um, I th- was thinking Northwestern was pretty good. I think Nebraska is just really, really bad. It might be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State 40, Missouri 12. Like I said, this was an embarrassing Missouri's stomp. Bad. Missouri's uh, Missouri really bad. also only got to 12 because of a last second, like, give me touchdown in right. garbage time. Uh, Kansas State's defense owned this game. Four interceptions. I like a bajillion turnovers. We still know nothing about Adrian Martinez at K-State. He has had to do nothing for two games. Yeah. So still no idea. No, no idea. South Alabama 38, Central Michigan 24. This one hurt. (sighs) 
Yeah, that, it hurts the chip pride. I know you're a USA guy, but you're more a directional Mish guy. I'm so more directional. Had, had to sting. This one did sting because it's probably not even the best uh, team in that division in the Sun Belt, beating maybe the best team in the MAC. Right. And Sun making Belt's it good, look man. easy. This is the Be year careful. of the Sun Belt. Be careful scheduling Sun Belt teams at, at the beginning of the year from now on. I just got to say. I would say just remember, don't schedule Sunbelt teams. They're they're amazing. They'll be, uh, they'll be moving to eight-game seasons now because no one's going to schedule them in the non-conference. Western Michigan, 37. Ball State, 30. They can at least beat other MAC teams. That's the only important part. They just have to win the conference, baby. Carrying the mantle. Way to go, Western Mish. Temple, 30. Lafayette, 14. This was a game for most of it. Temple got lucky. Covered by the hook. Right here with Lafayette, and they they had this. They gave up the safety at the end that made it sweat worthy too. That was yeah. Temple's real bad. Marshall twenty six, Notre Dame twenty one. We are Marshall today. Yeah, they just they looked better. They looked more dominant than Notre Dame. The wife uh like left in the third quarter. She's like, "Fuck, I'm going to Dollar Tree." Right now, I I gotta I gotta thriftily shop these troubles out of my system. And uh, she came back. She's like, "Did we lose?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah first, uh, first Notre Dame coach to start zero and three in games. I hate, uh, le- legitimately hate to see it. Uh, because I I don't know. Just the speech that Marcus Freeman made after he got the job. I'm gonna say had- there's like an asterisk behind those three though. Bowl game against a potential playoff team in Oklahoma State, and then Ohio State. Asterisk. Yeah. Yeah, but then Marshall. And then you lose the quarterback for like four months. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. If you start your seat, if you lose next week, you're maybe hot already seat. on the hot seat already. Maybe, maybe already on the hot seat, yeah. Yikes, Notre Dame, not in a great spot. Memphis 37, Navy 13. Navy is just bad, and they've been bad for like the last three or four years. I don't know what more Ken Niamatololo could do there. I, don't, I, I think he's run his course maybe. I, I think he might be might if he doesn't right the ship this season at least make a bowl game. I think he's probably done. He might be tapped out. I don't know if he's like he's probably not fired, but like I don't know. It's weird because all you see the other service academies doing it, like being decent, and I don't know what is stopping Navy. Like it feels like they're still doing the same thing and they're just they're getting out talented. Maybe the problem but, is the U.S. Navy itself. Like no one just wants to be in the Navy anymore. Could be. Everyone's going Army and Air Force. Yeah. You hate to see it. Tennessee 34, Pitt 27. Pitt just won't go away. Like, they will claw back in games and make them games. And they're very fun. Yeah. Big win for Tennessee. Huge win uh, for Tennessee. Tennessee has a legitimately good offense. Yeah, they're, they it, They are good. Um, yeah. I'm excited for, like, a Tennessee-Kentucky, Tennessee-Florida to see who's going to, like, eventually lose to Georgia and finish second in that division. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. I know Eric has Tennessee. We is a long shot is a 10 to one ticket on Tennessee winning the East. I'd take the Which, shot. Why not? They yeah. I'll the take the shot out of, out of all the other teams. I like their offense enough to, yeah. to do it. Yeah. App state 17, Texas A&M 14. It's this was cathartic. Hate to see it. Love to hate to see it. Another game where like app state just looked the better team the entire game. Yeah, Texas A&M you know, doesn't have an offense. 
I, I kind of I I wonder how many how many sports gamblers did the same thing or thought the same thing I thought, which was okay. They snuck up on North Carolina and gave them a game. There's no way that Texas A&M lets them sneak up on them. But I don't think it's an issue of sneaking anymore. I think it's just an issue of they're pretty fucking good. I think they're good. I think App State's just good, and I think Texas A&M year in and year out. Texas A&M is propped up as this like good school, like a great school that like a potential playoff team. And what do they do? They win eight to nine games, eight, eight and four. They're perpetually eight and four. I think they'll perpetually be eight and four this year as well. Yeah, They're going to be eight and four. Jimbo Fisher has won less games than Kevin Sumlin has in the same amount of time. And that's because Kevin Sumlin had one good season and then was eight and four the rest of the time. Kevin Sumlin got lucky that he got Johnny Manziel. So, yes, like I don't, Texas A and M. I don't get where they where they get this like this ego from. It's all it all comes off of recruiting rankings, and they've like considering how highly the recruiting classes have been, they have done the least with it. I can think of very few schools comparatively that have done less with more. Exactly, them yeah. and Texas really come to mind. Them and Texas, yes, hands down. Like just. God, I hate them so much. When was the last time they won anything? Fuck them. Maryland 56, Charlotte 21. Early season Maryland versus maybe the worst team in college football. Problem solved. Problem staying solved. Yep, Charlotte. Uh, we were we were really hoping the clit could do it, but it's just it's not looking no. good. No, it's a numb clit. Washington State 17, Wisconsin 14. Let's. I wanted to. Pl- I thought about playing this. One I on thought about playing this too. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin is bad. They should not have been ranked. They should not have been ranked. Uh, when I saw they were down by like a touchdown with 13 minutes left, I was like, I don't think that they have the offensive, uh, you know, the high octane offense to score in the next 13 minutes. Big 10 West, maybe the worst division in power five. It's up there, especially with Iowa being as bad as they are. Iowa legitimately has like one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Their defense is great. Iowa's defense is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, that offense is terrible to watch. I think they Petrus? might be. Yeah, Spencer Petrus is bad. I think through two games, uh, 300 yards total. Yeah. Someone. So I saw that they had scored seven points and I asked uh, SGPN contributor Jay Mark, who is an Iowa fan. I was oh, like, yeah, week one. Yeah. I was like, hey, Jay Mark, I see they scored seven. Is that a touchdown or is that an Iowa touchdown? He's like, legitimate question, actual touchdown. So through two games, Iowa has scored 14 points with one touchdown. Yeah, that's a fun stat. That's fun, fun with stat. statistics. They are terrible. Speaking of which, Iowa 7, Iowa State 10. Matt Campbell finally got this this hump off his back. This is his first time beating Iowa. Yeah, look at that Cyhawk champion. Add that to his name. God. Dang, good it's like on being you. being a doctor. It's like every time you address me, you have to say Dr. Campbell. No, every time you address him, you have to say Cyhawk winner, Matt Campbell. It's true. It's true. Illinois 24, Virginia 3. Uh, I was wrong on Virginia. I thought they were going to be better. They're terrible. No Rocky Dickin balls. Yeah, so just fade Virginia, Illinois. Um, f- they're interesting. I don't, don't know what they- they will be a Brett Biela, Bielema mediocre team. They'll win. They should six be or three and games. zero. They'll win. They'll win six or seven games this season. They'll go to a low tier bowl game. That's, they should be three and zero. Probably, yeah. Interesting. But, Texas Tech thirty, Houston. Uh, Texas Tech thirty three, Houston thirty. This hurt. This hurt. This one did hurt. 
yeah. we were both we were both pretty heavily on Houston. Uh, not just in this game, but like as a season, we were both way higher on Houston. Yeah, I mean it. It hurts some. It hurts some open Heisman tickets. Uh, with it does, but those 150 to one, and with Sam Hartman back, I could be okay. If Sam yeah. Hartman like balls out, I might be okay. True. Uh, Houston in any danger next week against Kansas? I think anyone's in danger with Kansas right now. Uh, Watch I, out I for Kansas. Kansas is playing good football. Um, I I mean they. Houston can be so dynamic in the you know from the skill position uh, point of view with like Tank Bell and Clayton Tune and everything that I think they're hard to beat. Um, but I, I wouldn't put it past Kansas to to get a sneaky dub. I would expect another overtime game with Houston. Speaking of which, Kansas fifty five, West Virginia forty two. Um, I think this is a combo of West Virginia really bad, Kansas way better than we assumed. Yeah, and, but you can't take the shine off this victory because it still happened in Morgantown. Kansas's first uh, road conference win in I don't know how fucking long. Lance Leopold is doing like he's jumping the hurdles that you expect him to jump each season. You know, there was the can they win more than two games? Got that. You know, can they beat a Big Twelve team on the road? Got that. Like it's it's just he's it, the program is progressing like the program should i am worried that i'm gonna have to sweat out mine and eric's bet of kansas making a bowl game you might you might i don't i don't really come down to the very last week i really don't feel like eating all the ingredients to a key lime pie if i'm being 100 i also don't feel like going to whatever bowl game that kansas is going to go to because we have to go yeah that's that's true oh boy have fun in mobile alabama Oh, Jesus Christ, that's true. Eastern Kentucky 59, Bowling Green 57. Uh, Bowling Green, still really, really, really bad. Still, still really bad. Not much else to say. Uh, Michigan State 52, Akron 0. Akron Michigan also. State. Yeah, but Michigan State, pretty good. Michigan State, way better than I thought they'd be. Cal 20, UNLV 14. I had Cal here. Or sorry, I had UNLV here. Oh, bastards. Yeah, Cal just loves playing close games with worse opponents. That's what they do. UNLV is a little bit better than last season, too. They are also better. UNLV is also better. Liberty, Libibity 21, UAB 14. Uh, I think we were kind of sleeping on Libibity. Uh, they still yeah. Be, they could still be good. UAB, I was on UAB minus six. Maybe Libibity is, is a little bit good. Uh, and we got them on the Razorback schedule late in the season. So we'll see. I don't know if they're that good, but... Yeah. They're good. Holy Cross 37, Buffalo 31, and all the madness, this game got kind of glossed over. What a, a Hail Mary to end the game. Like, holy shit, Holy Cross. They said all the they said their Hail Marys before this game to uh to get that one home, I think. That was awesome. That was fucking beautiful. Uh Coastal Carolina 31, Gardner Webb 27. Uh well, that's a little bit closer than you would expect, but W's a W. Hey, win your clunkers. Win your fucking clunkers. Uh, what are the ones we got here? Uh, Old Miss Central Arkansas. That's nothing. Oh, ULL Louisiana forty nine, Eastern Michigan twenty one. Eastern Michigan jumped up fourteen nothing, and then there was an extended delay. Extended delays are just terrible. Yep, for, for teams who are in the lead, it seems like they just either go to sleep or. The other team has so much time to make adjustments that it just never goes well if you're in the lead coming out of a delay. 
It's 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 a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Syracuse forty eight, UConn fourteen. Q's could be good. I think Q's might be good. I think they are. I, I think they are. I, I think I think the orange might I, be good. I'm very as happy some for as it. someone who had UConn to cover. I think they might be pretty good. Uh, Oklahoma thirty three, Kent State three. Little deceiving of a score. This was a dogfight going into the half. Yeah, it was and then like Oklahoma seven, pulled seven away. Seven to three at half, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to know what to make of this Brent Venables Oklahoma team, isn't it? I think they're good ish, but not like. I don't the, think it's I don't think it's right to expect the same sort of just prolific scoring offenses out of a Brent Venables team with him being such a defensive coach. No, I I would. Like Jeff Levy is a really good offensive coordinator, but I wouldn't expect what Lincoln Riley had there, especially maybe, year one. Especially year one, I'm interested to see uh, what Oklahoma's defense. Well, I'm just gonna flat out say it: they come up to Lincoln next week. I'm gonna be at the game. I'm taking the over in every Nebraska game for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see how this Oklahoma Nebraska until game they goes. take those black shirts away. I they already have. I would imagine. I hope they haven't given them out. Uh, Auburn 24, San Jose State 16. Almost got him. Almost got him. Uh, as soon as one uh, Nick, Nick Sarko left. I was, San Jose I, State's good. I don't want to say that I'm a genius, but I, I'm telling you, it was Nick Starkle that was holding him back the entire time. Oh, I've also seen some people say Brian Harson should go to Nebraska. Oh, that's got to make you feel great. Which is like, you know what? He was, good at, he was really good at Boise State. I think he'd fit better at Nebraska than he would Auburn. Yeah, uh, Auburn boosters are insane. They they are insane with what they expect. Um, but also, I don't know if Brian Harson couldn't handle the the pressure of Auburn boosters. I mean, it's not like Nebraska boosters are are like laissez faire. That's fair, but Auburn is like it's unique in how weird and crazy. Yeah, they're are. probably the boosters are probably mad that he's not cheating enough, or they're not cheating enough either way. Probably Oklahoma state 34, Arizona state 17. Uh, this yeah. is kind of like a bounce back spot for Oklahoma state's defense. I think. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, if they can play the defense that they played last year, it'd be a pretty good team. Um, Michigan 56, Hawaii 10, Hawaii covered. There we go. Still it's really bad. Still really, really bad. And I think Michigan has their quarterback. I think it's JJ McCarthy. I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, which one? BYU 26, Baylor 20. This game was awesome. It was. Uh, I was all over, all over BYU just because team going west out into the out into Thank the mountains. You. It's 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 hard to do. Um, it's the same reason why I was on Mississippi State uh, against Arizona. Or sorry, I was on Arizona against Mississippi State. That one just didn't come to fruition because Arizona is bad. I think Arizona is a little bit feisty. Um, I think Mississippi State, like they just have SEC defensive linemen that Arizona just can't really do anything against. Fair. What was I... I saw BYU was... Who were they playing this week? Oregon. It's BYU-Oregon. BYU... Oregon's three and a half point favorites. Who are you taking? BYU. Yeah, right there. Boom. Thank you. Thank God. We're on the Hands same Hands down. Uh, Oregon State 35, Fresno State 32. It's... I think Oregon State's good. Oregon State, Oregon State is I, okay. Yes, I think that they are good. However, 
Uh, I still expected Fresno State to walk away with the dub there. Uh, but no shame for a Mountain West Conference losing to, you know, losing to a Pac-12 team. Uh, a Pac-12 team who's my who, dark horse for the North. There we go. So, I mean, do I think that Fresno State still wins the Mountain West? Yes, but I think that this takes them out of contention for winning the Mountain West and then getting any sort of national recognition for doing so. I mean, if this is their only loss, they might sneak into like a New Year's Six. But with how good the Sun Belt is looking right now, they're gonna probably get, they're gonna get all the shine. Yeah, if a, if a team comes undefeated out of the the Sun Belt, then oh, that's yeah. that's going to be your team that ends up in like a New Year's Day Six Bowl. Um, too bad it's gonna be two lost Georgia State winning the Sun Belt. Woo! Okay, I like it. Yeah, baby, let's go. And any any big takeaways from college football at large? Um, I don't know. I, just one overarching thing, which is, uh, I, I think it's at happening, happening at the high school level that, you know, more high schools are learning how to train elite athletes and it's making the parody in college football so much better where anyone can lose to anyone. It feels like. I just love, so the weeks that we kind of go in thinking we're like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be, there's a couple good games. Those games are always super chaotic and fun. Yeah. Week two was amazing. I'm hoping for another every every time every year we hope for another like 2007, right? Just absolute chaotic craziness yeah. in college football. And if Alabama would have lost to Texas, maybe we'd believe it. I still think there's like a three horse race um, with everyone else. But flat out, my favorite thing about college football is not the postseason. It's not talking about the postseason. It is the craziness that happens. All the videos coming out of Boone, North Carolina. After that win against Texas A&M, that's what makes college football great. Yeah, yeah, and I've got a big game to look look forward to in a couple weeks. Also, I mean, it's going to be a fun game to look forward to this weekend with Arkansas playing Missouri State. The return of Bobby Petrino. That's always fun. Yeah, uh, that's uh, I just love college football so much. It's been it's been good. It's been worth it. It's been good to us this year. You're to break down week one of NFL too. Let's do it. Then we Rams, probably, probably need to do a week of NFL picks too, don't we? We do. We do. We're going to go real quick through these ones. So we had the Bills versus the Rams. Bills 31, Rams 10. Murdered. Uh, yeah, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's shoulder, not good. No, no, it's not. And he I had mean, surgery, so like it makes how, sense. But How good does Josh Allen look? Those two interceptions weren't even his fault. He looks real good. Yeah. Buffalo looks scary good. Saints 27, Falcons 26. Jameis's takeaway was pain, it's all pain everywhere. Move on. <laughs> you know, I so here's the deal is I think we might have found the offense for the year, and it's a hurry up. Uh, it's a hurry up offense because it, you can tell that there's offensive line problems whenever they whenever either that or the Atlanta defense is really good, but they were anytime they sent extra men, they were getting home or he was getting hurried, not down. And so as soon as they moved to like a hurry up where they couldn't keep running those blitzers, then Jameis picked him apart. Jameis looked really good in the fourth quarter, looked really good getting that victory. Uh, Still got some Taysom in there. Taysom, the Mormon missile. He looked good on the gadget plays. Um, I'll tell you what, Michael Thomas, as someone who was like, you know what, he, he costs too much, he's unreliable, trade Michael Thomas. I eat my words because he had an amazing game, as did as did Juice. Juice Landry also looked great. Uh, he's got the weapons. I recently dropped Aaron Rodgers to pick up Jameis Winston on my fantasy team because Jameis has weapons. 
I don't hate that because I had Aaron Rodgers in my lineup this week, and if it weren't for uh, I had the Falcons kicker, and I had the Steelers defense that carried me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely carried me. Browns twenty six, Panthers twenty four. I was really I was trying to back Baker here, and I had the I had the Panthers and a couple different ones. It just didn't work out. I did too. Damn shame. Damn shame. Chicago Bears 19, 49ers 10. Trey Lance is not there yet. No, he's not. Um, He's far from it. But also, let's take into account what the field looked like for the entire game, especially coming from San Francisco. I'm sure you, I don't know, I guess it rains a good amount in San Francisco. Did you see, uh, like, in the stands, like, it was just, the stadium was, like, falling apart. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say don't read too much into that San Francisco loss. No, I'm not going to take too much away, but like he didn't look great. Steelers 23, Bengals 20. Uh, Bengals, uh, I thought you were supposed to have a new offensive line. What happened? They still suck. Apparently. Still suck. But OT, and that's always fun. Yeah. I, it's amazing that Joe Burrow can actually carry his team's to still possibly win these games when he's getting sacked like seven times a game. It's goddamn. I I want him to have a better offensive line just so he survives. Yeah, because he won't. He will not survive an entire season if he gets hit that much. Eagles thirty eight, Lions thirty five. Are the Lions just going to be the team that covers a bunch and is like feisty and still doesn't win games? No, they're not. They're going to win some football games. You know why? They this is up. my. T- this is my take on the Eagles, and that is that the Eagles, based on the personnel that they have, should be probably top three NFC team this year. I'm not sure who. I know one of the other ones is the Bucks. I don't know who the other one, other team is quite yet, but they are a top three team. I they do will have all a, shake out, and they are in the top three. I do have a long shot on uh, Eagles are one of my long shots to win the NFC. I love that ticket. I really do. They've got the people... And I think that Detroit is a good team. They just ran into a really good team. And I think that this outside of the, I mean, I think it's going to be a down year, really down year for the Packers. I know they did this last year. I still think it's going to be a down year because you know what? When he came back, uh, you know, he still had Devontae Adams. He still had Alan Lazard. He still had MVS. He still had all these players that are all gone now. Like, I'm sorry, but I mean, Randall Cobb is good he's not that dude we'll we'll see next week he should have lazard back and i'm not sure it makes all that big of a difference it it might not i don't know packers are a weird team that's a weird division i think it might come to the weirdly enough it might become between the lions and the vikings i think it will honestly i think those are the two teams that'll be battling it out for the north texans 20 colts 20 Really would have loved the Texans to get the win here. Yeah, uh, but I mean, this this is the time of the year where we really like betting ties too. Where were we on this one? I don't know. I was on the Texas plus seven. I'll tell you that much because uh, Frank Reich on the Colts has not won a week one yet. Good Still point. has not won a week one game yet. Good point. Uh, Dolphins 20, Pats 7. Uh, Trying I, not to read too much into this one. Either uh, way. Either way. Either way, because for some reason. New England Dolphins, stinks against Dol- the Dolphins for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they always, they they always, they just have their number. It doesn't matter what the coaching staff is. They just Four have their in a number. row. So I'm not trying to read too much into it yet, but the Dolphins did look good. Mike McDaniels, I like how aggressive he is. 
Um, yes, I do love that. Also, I like him because he looks a lot like my friend Kurt and talks a lot like my friend Kurt. Also, like Dolphins, I will read it. The Dolphins defense is good, but it's been Dolphins good for like the last three years. Like that's Dolphins nothing new. Good. The offense has the weapons. It's still a wait and see. Let's see if it's more than just them catching the Pats, not being able to win in Miami. I So they're like four in a row against the Pats, and I don't think any team has ever done that against Belichick. It's you're probably right. Yeah, it's weird. And I, it's, I'm not going to read too much into it. Week two is going to be the real test because we play the. I think we play the Ravens. Okay. And speaking Lamar, of which, Ravens electric. 24, Jets nine. Pay I, that man his money is all yeah. I got to say. Lamar's really good. I don't know. What yeah, he's he, if he if he does this for 16 weeks, you better. Oh man, get. He's going to win multiple bags, multiple bags from the Ravens front office. Yeah. And the Jets are the Jets. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, Washington Commanders, 28 Jaguars, 22. Carson Wentz effect is in effect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for him to play at Philadelphia, by the way. That's going to be great. There's going to be so many boos. I'm not going to take too much away from this game either. I think the Commanders are good-ish. Like, that's an interesting sort of division with them and the Eagles and the Cowboys, but not really the Cowboys. Yeah. But, I don't know. Jacksonville's better. They're better than they were last year. It's hard to be worse. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 44. Cardinals, 21. Hey, guess what? Pat Mahomes is still really fucking good. Yeah, he is. Um, (laughs) You know, I was thinking the other day that I might not have given them enough credit because I, I got to feel like the offense probably changed a little bit with Tyreek not there anymore. And also how they play against Kansas city. Remember with Kansas city last year, they had so much trouble because they were just weren't allowing anything over the top. Uh, I mean, he's got some very underneath kind, kind of receivers. And I mean, if they start relaxing and start covering teams that are taking the underneath, then I think he's got the players to start just banging them over the top. I think the Chiefs are dangerous. I think yeah. they're still really good. And uh, they're, I still don't really love their defense, but the Cardinals just stink, I guess. Usually usually the Cardinals come off like slim, and they, they come off the gates heated, and they yeah. just didn't look great. Yeah, someone who likes the Cardinals in that spot. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Uh, Chargers 24, Raiders 19. I was all over the Raiders there, but I don't think that the Raiders, I mean, it, it, you can't take any weight, anything away on the Raiders. I still think they'll be pretty good. Uh, Chargers, I think though, both these teams are good. Pretty good. I, I mean, I think everyone except for Denver is going to be good in the AFC West. We'll see tonight. We will see tonight, my friend. Uh, yeah, I, base, I, I just think that's like the toughest division in the NFL. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. More talent in that division than anywhere else in the NFL. So it's like, it's hard to take away too much because like those teams are, someone has to win. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, 23 Packers, seven. We talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah, Packers, not good, but also Minnesota, pretty good. This was a non-primetime game. So like, take that for what you will. Yeah. I think the Packers will be all right. It's hard not to have faith in Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I mean, I have faith in Aaron Rodgers, but I don't have faith that he's got anyone to complete the ball to. I and I think they need to make this a completely Aaron Jones centric offense. Do you think they trade for Odell? If Odell's out there, I would. I mean, is he still a Rams? I think he's a a free free, agent once he gets healthy. 
give him I, I mean, I, I would say once he's ready to work out, bring him in for a workout and see what it looks like. And if he's still anything close to the old Odell, then I, it would behoove them to sign him. I don't know if that's somewhere he wants to go, though. And that I think that dictates a little bit more. I, I know think he that- said. He wants They're to go like a Super Bowl team, and I think with like a really good receiver, they could be. That defense is still really good. I think it would have to be year two of Odell and Aaron together. Yeah, probably. I, I don't think he could just come in off that knee injury and just take games over. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Green Bay's in a weird spot. New York football, Giants 21, Tennessee Titans 20. The return of Quadzilla. Uh, dude, Saquon's so good. <laughs> dude, man, he... If the if he is legitimately the like rookie Saquon, if he's playing like that and it looks like he he could Giants be, are dangerous. Giants are dangerous. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, Tennessee. That's whatever. Just keep going. You you might be all right. Yeah. Uh, t- as a King Henry owner, tough day. Yeah, that's. It's I I would have been fine. I would have won my matchup this week. Now I'm sweating three points from DK. I can't let DK Metcalf score more than three points to win. And uh, I'll tell you, it's a it's a tough feeling, and especially <laughs> when you have your running backs do absolutely nothing, and you've got fucking Derrick Henry. That's a, yeah, like I, Kamara let me down a little bit. I've got Derrick Henry and the crop top Crusader, and both were just. Eh. But I McCaffrey do think, was all right. McCaffrey was good for me. I do think there's a lot of upside for Zeke now that uh. Now that uh, uh, Dak's out for an extended period. I think there's enough. There's a bunch of upside for him and Pollard. Both. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, speaking of which, Tampa Bay Bucks 19, Cowboys 3. Cowboys were just bad, man. It just, they are bad. I kind of I had a feeling that they were going to have this kind of season whenever they let Amari Cooper go. And then, you know, Michael Gallup still injured. And they just really never addressed. They the let need. a bunch of players go and didn't like replace any of them they left offensive linemen go they let receivers go like i don't like why then they let studs on defense go uh too um so i mean i i think i don't know it maybe feels like in hindsight that with the amount of wide receiver talent in the draft maybe they should have taken a flyer in the first round wouldn't it hurt wouldn't Wouldn't hurt. hurt like i don't know they stink and then tonight we have uh the broncos versus the seahawks what you got what you got I don't know, man. That's a gross game. I'll take so, Denver. I've got I'm on under 43 and a half. I've got Seattle plus six. And then I've got Tyler Lockett plus two twenty as an anytime touchdown scorer. Oh, plus two twenty is anytime? I'm gonna do uh oh god. God, 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 god. What about first touchdown score? I would honestly think that that's going to be a running back on either side. Javante Williams, Rashad Penny, uh, Melvin Gordon, nine to one. Noah Fant. Uh, I hate all these. I hate all these plays. I'm not doing it. Gross. Gross. I'm not touching this game. Okay. I got mine. I'm locked in. Gross. You uh, what week were we on the NFL? Sixteen or seventeen? I believe we we're on sixteen. We doubled up last time. Yeah, we have fourteen and fifteen. So you want to just do? We have three weeks left. Jesus Christ! Let's just do one. We'll double up next week. Let's go. Okay, Thursday night, Jacksonville versus the New York Jets. I gotta take Jacksonville as it's. I'm gonna take Jacksonville as well. I'm gonna. Go Although I believe Sam, uh, he'll be back. Zach Wilson will be back easily by this point. Uh, Falcons at the Ravens. 
I'm on the Ravens. Give me the Falcons in an upset. I like it. I like it. Uh, Lions at the Panthers. I'm going to take the Lions. Lions also. Bills at the Bears. I'm at the Bills. Bills. Uh, Saints at the Browns. I'm going to take the Saints. Saints Deshaun will be back. I think this is the week Deshaun comes back. Deshaun Watson? Yeah, he he starts week 16. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of week two for some reason. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we were just talking week one. Um, yeah. I'm still going to take the Falcons. Uh, the, uh, the, I'm going to take the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks at the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. Chiefs. Giants at the Vikings. 1 p.m. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm going to go Giants. The Bengals at the Patriots. Interesting. I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals, Bengals too. Uh, Texans at the Titans. No Texans. Titans. I like it. Uh, Washington Commanders at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners. Niners for me as well. Eagles at the Cowboys. I'm on the Eagles. Eagles. And then the Raiders at the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers for Sunday night football. For Raiders. Saturday. Oh, we're playing on Saturday games, by the way. Raiders. Uh, Sunday. The Packers at the Dolphins. Give me Dolphins. the fucking Dolphins. Dolphins. Give it to me. That defense is going to own those receivers dolphins the uh broncos at the rams rams yeah i'm gonna take the rams uh the bucks at the cardinals i'm gonna take the bucks i'm gonna go with the bucks also monday night football chargers at the colts it's a good game i'm gonna take the chargers i'm gonna go with the colts i feel like Frank Wright gets them rolling a little bit late, so maybe I'm maybe they're rolling at this point, trying to scrap out a, a, a playoff berth. He very well could, and I think Matty Ice is like pretty decent. Um, also, we would be one to mention the Saints have a chance to make history this year by beating every Bird team. I, I saw that. Yes, they play they play they play the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Eagles, and the Falcons. Yep. Yeah. I mean, fuck Birds is all I got to say. You'd be birds. the only team to ever do it if you do do it. It's time. It's time it happened. This is this has been going on for too long. It's 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 about damn time, my man Chase. That's the show. That's the gymnasium. Thank you all yep. for watching. What do you got going on in life? Oh man, uh, you can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn. And uh, yeah, check out my horse racing pod, the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And then we got the Zed Run. Uh, so I don't just talk actual horses. I talk digital horses, baby, uh, with our boy Scotty Bowser and uh, Blake Meyer, our uh, Sultan Speed. So check those out. Definitely check those out. Y'all know where to find me at XFL Gym on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everywhere. I got a lot going on in life on YouTube all over the garage. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will be back again next week to give our thoughts on all things football and whatever the else fuck we talk about. Kisses, bye bye.